T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Uh, Joe Girardi joins us. Joe, welcome. How are you? I'm good, Mike. How are you? All right, Joe. I'll hold your stuff till the end, but let me get to this first, Joe. How big indictment is it that Kershaw on full rest doesn't get the ball tomorrow night? Um, I, I don't think it is. Bueller has been as good as anyone they have. He pitched better against Washington um, in the first two games than Kershaw did. So I, I'm not really surprised. I mean, Bueller. I'm not surprised either, but still, this is the best pitcher of this generation. Well, I understand, but he's not the guy that he was four or five years ago. Okay. He's a well, little that's bit fair. different. Now you're admitting that he's just not the same guy anymore. That's fair. Okay. No, he's, he's not, he's not the same guy. Um, he's still really good, but he's not the dominant Clayton Kershaw that we saw, you know, when there was the 95, 96, well, he is on full rest. Strasburg's pitching the game. He's not. Do you think he expected to pitch this game or, or not? Clayton? Yeah. Well, the fact that he didn't start game one would lead me to believe that maybe he didn't. Okay. Had he started game one and they made the switch, I think he would have been surprised. Okay. Uh, okay. You mean if they had t- – okay, because he is on full rest if he goes tomorrow. But I understand – listen, Bueller pitched better. I, I agree. And if you're admitting that he's not the same pitcher, well, then you don't have to say anything else. That's enough right there that he's not the same pitcher anymore. That, that's enough. How about Strasburg tomorrow? That's a game that sets him apart if he can win that game tomorrow. Well, he's been really good in the playoffs. I mean, you can go back the last couple of years. He's been really, really good. I thought he pitched really well against the Cubs, you know, yep. a couple of years ago. I thought he pitched really well the other night. He pitched well out of relief. So, to me, I, I think he, right now, has pitched better than anyone for the Washington Nationals. So, I actually think they have their guy going. Okay. How about uh, the other two? How about what you expect out of Fulte and what you expect out of uh, Flaherty? Well, we know Flaherty uh, has been so good the second half that I, I think Flaherty stuff is going to be really good. You know, I saw Fulte do a game against the Mets at the end of the year. He wasn't so good. He was dominant in the playoff. I would expect it would be just a pitching game where there's not a lot of runs to score. I still like Atlanta's offense a little bit better, but Freddie Freeman's not the same. And, and that worries me um, for them moving forward. Do you, do, would you, if you were managing and you gave the ball to Verlander tonight on short rest, would you be worried at all about Verlander in any way tonight? Well, I think you're going to be a little bit because he really hasn't done it. But, uh, you know, you're going to watch him closely. You're going to watch his command. But, I mean, here's the guy that asked for the ball. So, And, you know, in, in talking to A.J. Hinch, he talked about how honest Justin is about how he feels and where he's at. And he wouldn't ask for the ball unless he felt it. And it still leaves you with Cole on full rest if you need yeah, it. Yeah, you think about yeah. it. You think about what these guys did. Burlander went seven innings. He got 21 outs. Cole Lander got 23 outs. So that's 44 outs. Now, you could save Verlander for, for game five and then right. have Cole out of relief. But if you got 44 outs out of him the first two games, you can't get 44 outs in a 27-out game. So you're wasting one of them. So I kind of like what he's doing. Do you also think, and this is risky, do you think there's any thought in the back of their mind that this keeps them on track 
for the Yankees if because it puts Cole in game one and Verlander in game two on full rest, that they're not doing anything to hurt themselves in the next series? Do you think that plays into it even a little or not at all? Um, maybe a little, but I, you know, you would have them for games one and three. Right. You know, you could have them for games one and three if, if you let Verlander pitch game five. So I, I don't necessarily think that's a big thing. I think it's more about if I got these two aces, why you gotta, are I going to maximize the outs? Right, yeah, you got to beat I'm going to maximize their outs. How do you think Tampa? Uh, what, what do you? How do you think how they're approaching it tonight? You know, this is obviously a little revolutionary with them in this spot in such a big spot. You know. Yeah, I mean, they. I mean, you. I mean, here's the thing about Tampa that I don't think people talk a lot about. Over the last 11 years, they've won 90 games seven plus times. I mean, this this has been a really good franchise that's won a lot of games and have been in some playoff games. A lot of these kids have not been a lot, but Tampa's used to this type of game. This is what they do. They bullpen games all the time. Yep. They have the opener, and then they go, and I think you'll see Pagan used a lot tonight. Um, you know, you might push guys a little bit more than you're used to pushing them, but uh, I think you could, you'll even see Snell and Glass now tonight. I think you'll see them. If they need them, they're going to use every weapon they got. Anderson's great. I mean, they got, they got stuff, and they can win this game. Um, but would you, so what would be, what would you look for if you're in the dugout, what are you looking for that would tell you that Verland is not on his game? If he's not doing, getting what? The swings and misses. Okay. If he's not getting swings and misses on his slider and his fastball up in the zone, um, he's not what he usually is. Okay. So, uh, so that, that you just want to see him getting his normal swings and misses. Then you're feeling pretty content about everything. Yes. Uh, do you treat him like he's in a normal game, or are you going to be far more judicious with him as far as pitch count in this game today? No, I'm going to treat him like he's in a normal game. Uh, you know, he went seven and a hundred pitches last time. I don't have a problem letting him go a hundred pitches as long as it looks like Justin Verlander. What do you think of uh, Severino? Severino was good. I mean, he got out of some jams, but I mean that's the thing. When you're a power pitcher, you can get in jams and get out of jams. And he has that ability, so uh, I'd be pleased with him. I, I would think that he would start game three again. You know, the, the, the question for the Yankees, I, I would think that they would go in the exact same order and give Tanaka two and six because he pitches so much better at home and give Paxson, you know, one and five, and then they got to decide what they're going to do for game four. So you're saying, but what if they open in Houston? Will you will you will you not will you uh, where two and six would be in Houston? Would you then move uh, oh, Tanaka around? Yeah, yeah, I'm wrong. Yeah, I'm wrong. I would probably do Tanaka one and five then. Okay, yeah, that's why that's why I would pitch Tanaka first. Is first of all, I think he's the best guy. Number two, I want him to get a start at Yankee Stadium. Yes, me too. Okay, I don't so know you, why. I guess when you, you win would, like five games, I. Would you go pack got home field advantage. Well, they would if they play Tampa. They won't if they play yeah. Houston. Now, would yeah. you go Pax? So would you so you would go you don't mind Paxton being on both games on the road then? No, I would go Paxton Sever no, excuse me. You go Tanaka, Tanaka one and, and Paxton Severino two. two. Oh, Severino, Severino two. two and Paxton three. Right, because I want the lefty to pitch at Yankee Stadium. Gotcha. That makes sense. That makes sense. So Severino two, you go Tanaka, Severino, Paxton. Yeah, and I know it kind of screws up Paxton a little bit, 
but it, it, it's nothing against it. It's just the parks that you're playing in. Well, he would go three and seven because let's be honest, the Yankees yeah. aren't pitching Tanaka on short rest. You know that. So then, no. you know, yeah. So he's not doing that anyway. Um, Granky's an X factor. We know how good Colin uh, and and Verlander are. Granky's an X factor. He can be really good. He can be iffy. What about Granky? Well, he was on 11 days rest, and I don't know if that had an effect on him. I know he threw a simulated game, but that's not quite the same. But his stuff was pretty good yesterday. He just made some mistakes up in the zone. And could that be from the layoff? It could be. You know, I would any I would think any time that after facing Verlander and Cole, you got to face Granky. I think there's a lot of hitters that are probably excited to face Granky. That may not be the case in another rotation had he been in another rotation. But 27 of the first 54 outs in the first two games were strikeouts. And I and, and Granky's not that type of guy. So I thought Tampa had a really good approach, and I think they've had a really good approach the whole year. And there's no doubt that Granky can dial up a good start, but it's got to feel pretty good as a hitter to get him after those first two guys. Twins have to be just driving themselves nuts now. I mean, anything, even yesterday when they hit the ball hard, the Yankees made a great play. I mean, you know, it's, yeah. I mean, look, look at the ball in the ninth inning. If that ball gets by, uh, gets by Didi, that's a different inning. I mean, that is a completely different inning at that point. And Glaber made a really good play early yeah. on. I don't yep. remember what inning that yeah. was, maybe the fifth with, or sixth. Which, no, that was still with Seve, so I think it was the fourth. And he made the yeah. play, and they got the play at first base with LeMayu. That was another good play, yes. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, but, but, you know, when you looked at the Twins, we all knew that they had a great offensive year. I think everyone was probably worried about their pitching and how would they be able to, to hold teams down. And that's basically what it came down to. I think my, losing Michael Pineda what hurt them because I – you know, even though Michael just pitched okay against the Yankees with yeah. the slider that he had, I liked his stuff against the Yankees. So I think that hurt them. And Barrios has not been the same the last couple of months, and that really hurt them. It definitely did. I, I don't. I maybe it's me. I just didn't expect much from Pineda at Yankee Stadium. Who knows? Maybe it would have been better in Minnesota if he pitched there. I don't know. You know, the, the bottom line is Yankees just a little better than the Twins. That's all. I mean, they yeah. got, they, they catch it better. They got better pitching. They got equal offense. So, uh, and I tell you, Torres just continues to get better and better. Well, he's he's a great player. He's a superstar, and yes. you know, a lot of times. You know, the other guys get a lot of the pub, but he's been one of their most consistent players throughout the course of the year. And he has power, and he's versatile. He can play second or short. The young man is a superstar, but you're competing against names like, you know, Judge and and Stanton, and and there's a lot of names that you're competing against. But it's going to be really – he's going to be considered one of the superstars shortly. Talking about Stanton, the Yankee fans won't be happy until he hits one forty-five miles. You know that uh, he did yeah. get his walks in the series. He got a sack fly. He didn't do a whole lot. I mean, one one for six with four or five walks and 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 hit a sack fly. Not that it was bad, but you know he still hasn't had that moment in the postseason. No, and and I, I you know, for him it probably stinks that there's a little layoff here because. He, I believe he needs the reps. He's a, he's a big timing guy. I believe he needs the reps because his swing, you know, it's not something you'd necessarily teach some of the things that he does. So, but you know, the fact that he had four or five walks, uh, I mean, that keeps the line oh, moving. Oh, I agree. I agree. Yeah, listen, I mean, that yeah. to me, that's big. Yep. And listen, that's fair. Listen, on base percentage was five hundred in the series. I mean, come on. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I'm I'm tickled pink if that's the uh, that's the uh, series that he had if. if if I'm managing that club, because obviously when you go look at statistics and the clubs that 
do well during the course of the season and make the playoffs in the American League. Look at the on-base percentage. You know, the playoff teams were in the top six spots. Uh, we're talking with Joe Girardi. Joe, looking at the NL, the way it's been played out, um, the way the Cardinals come back, what the Nationals have done, pressure on the Dodgers, the pitchers, everything else. Is there anything that's pronounced in either game tomorrow, as far as you're concerned, that gives anybody a big edge? Uh, you know, I I don't think so. I, I think these teams are are. You know, I think the Dodgers probably have a little bit more offense than Washington, and they're at home, so that could help them. Atlanta, St. Louis, I think it's a toss-up because Flaherty has been so good that I think that's a toss-up, and there's a lot of veteran players there that have a lot of experience. And again, I'm going to say it again, with, with Freddie Freeman not feeling good, I think that really hurts that Atlanta lineup. Interesting. Uh, and a lot of pressure on the Dodgers. I don't know if it manifests itself. You know, they can go out and hit home runs. They're home, the whole thing. But a lot, a lot of expectations for the Dodgers this year. I think there's more expectations on the Dodgers. There's more pressure for them to win a World Series than any team in this, you know. I totally agree. You know, this five-team, ten-team playoff. So, you know, the last thing you want to be is a team that went to the World Series twice and then go to the World Series again and lose or not even get to the World Series. And they had a really good year again. So, for me, there's more pressure on them than anyone. It's funny. The Nationals have had trouble closing out series when they've won, been winning in the past, when they were expected to win. They've had a different approach this year. They've been a lot more clutch than, 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 than they've been in the past this year. You know, they were always expected to do great things. And then with the way they got off to a start this year and not making the playoffs, I think people wrote them off, and I think they thrived on that. I think a lot of people misinterpreted what was going on the first two months with all the injuries that they had, and they got on a great roll, and that top three starters are, are really good. So, you know, I don't know if Max will come out of the bullpen. I would expect that um, in, in the next game. Corbin will be out of the bullpen. So I would think that, you know, they're going to be loaded, and they're going to pitch well. And, I and like, I was surprised that Strasburg didn't start the uh, wild card game that that that's you know as well as he had pitched and Scherzer got roughed up a little bit but I think that's going to be a great series a great uh, game as well oh absolutely uh, talking with Joe Girardi. all right Joe how about you and these uh, what can you tell us of anything about <laughs> your situations well I can't really say anything at this point um but if there is news I will make sure that you know and uh you know I again I hope I get an opportunity to do it again I'm really enjoying my broadcast. I'm on Fox tonight. I've been on MLB, and uh, I'll be in New York um, next week doing studio work, and uh, we'll just see what happens. Uh, Have you already interviewed? I can't tell you if I have or haven't, but I expect there to be some. You do expect. Okay, so you expect to be in in the loop here. Yes, I do. All right. Well, we'll wish you luck with that, and uh, we'll talk to you soon, okay? Thanks, Mike. Have a great day. Okay, Joe. Joe Girardi. So uh, that tells you that he's in the loop, and we know he's in the loop with the Cubs. Uh, I would think in this vast net, and I do think that in this vast net, and my understanding is the Mets net right now is very large, and it includes, it might have included everybody you know. I mean, it's a very, they're talking to a lot of people. Uh, and so anybody you put inside the net, I think you're pretty going to be close. I think there's a lot. This first go-around, my understanding is they're talking to as many people as they possibly can. There's nobody. My understanding is nobody they're ruling out. 
They're talking to a lot of people in the first go-round. And then they will, you know, trim that down to a workable group where they will select from. But the first go-round is that they are going to be talking to a wide, my understanding, a wide variety. And they underline a wide variety of, of people. So everybody who's being mentioned, and a lot of guys have been, uh, uh, maybe in that mix. Where they go, we're going to wait and see. And they said they're going to try and keep it very quiet. So I don't know if it'll, it, we'll get any leaks out of that. Girardi to the Cubs seems to be closer than Girardi to the, uh, to the Mets, but who knows? We'll have to wait and see. Somebody would do very, very well to hire him. And you heard Cash on with me the other day say, uh, if Girardi isn't at the top of somebody's list, they're crazy. Back after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.